0: Neighborhood guy, Den. I am your host, John Anderson, and joining me this week and most weeks is Fred Earhart. Say hello, Fred Earhart.
1: You know, I like the more aggressive intro you're doing right now. It's a little. It's got a little bit more energy. It's got a little bit more like pow. like Radio DJ.
0: Uh, say hello, Fred Earhart. Hello, Fred Earhart. God damn it! You don't even remember your own thing that you said you were gonna do. I changed my mind. Were you okay? Yeah.
1: Well. Bucket. We have no continuity. Where's our continuity? When did we sign that contract?
0: I'd buy that for a dollar, Mr. We have We have deep lore.
1: We've got to start a wiki.
0: So Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den is the ostensibly shorter and more focused version of Fantastic Neighborhood, uh, the regular show. The movie.
1: <laughs> this is like Fantastic Neighborhood on ice.
0: Fantastic Neighborhood Prime. So we're the dinosaur version. When remember when i said it was more focused um okay so this week fred um and most weeks we're talking about video games yeah that's a thing we tend to talk about around these parts so this this week's topic is uh i don't you, you haven't framed as console buying regrets i want to say this is bad consoles that we have bought uh, um
1: I think, you know, six of one, half a dozen of another.
0: Yeah. I mean, just bad because I like, yeah, let's just let's just hop right into this. Well, why don't we explain why we picked this topic? Okay, so this week uh, of recording and of release. So this week, this past week, OUYA um, sold a bunch of their assets, uh, sold themselves to uh, Razor the peripheral maker, maker of such fine MMO mouses such as the Razer Naga, uh, which is the Razer MMO mouse that I have.
1: You know, I think they're officially in the, uh, the co- n- not just the console market, but like the PC market as well. They yeah, make yeah, gaming they
0: make, PCs. they make Steam Steam boxes or things, those things. So so they, th- and then there was this whole kerfuffle about the, you know, unleash the games fund or whatever, this thing that Uyad promised uh, people a million dollars. Um, so th- so Razer is gonna make good on that, blah 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 blah. But the the reason this came up is like the Uya dream is finally dead. Um, and for like a scant f- couple hours, it looked like it was there was some level of scam happened, which was really exciting to me because I know you really got <laughs> off on that because I because uh, I originally dropped my kick su- kick fu- kick funding. I dropped my <laughs> Start kick. Start fu- kicker. I, yeah, I dropped my Indie GoFund. Uh, I, I, Game I've, Maker Pro. That's a thing. That's uh, a that's a thing that you make games with. So <laughs> I, I ended up dropping my pledge because uh, it was looking like scammy towards the end, and then Fred got his in the mail, and it was like, ah, it's not cool, but it's not scammy. So, uh, so the Ouya is a bad console um, with a bad, like b- stuff bad. It's bad. It's not good. Um, so I, why don't we start off with the Ouya?
1: Yeah, so, you know, the Ouya was the $100 console that promised to fulfill the dream that everyone had always had for so long of playing Android games on their HDTV. I mean, I know that kept me up at night.
0: Yeah, um, and then it kicked (laughs) off a uh, whole—it kicked off a start of these, like, Android mini consoles, none of which has been successful.
1: No, none of which have really—I mean— Maybe the Nvidia Shield has like a cult following. It is a very hefty piece of software or hardware, rather. I think that
0: I think that one's doing a little bit better, if only because um, they're probably not losing a ton on it. I don't know. They've released a second version, haven't they? I think so. Yeah. That seems crazy to me. But yeah, um, so
1: the Ouya, the Ouya was uh, a micro console. It was. I mean, it's not something that hadn't happened in the past, but this was like. This was the, the nexus of micro console-dom. Like, this
0: was supposed to be well, the big was a, one. It was a huge Kickstarter. And, the, you know, the yeah. console promised this, like, I don't, I don't want to know, know what to call it. Sort of this, like, every game was would have some sort of free version, right? And, um, you know, it'd be super easy, super approachable. The Kickstarter was massively successful. They ended up selling them in real stores, although that was less successful. Uh, but then it just kind of the experience was just kind of mm, it,
1: like, yeah, it petered out a bit. I think they it was, had it was, um, a, it was a
0: two star experience. Seven out of ten.
1: So here's the thing. They they bit off more they can chew. And I think they made promises that, you know, in the end, they obviously couldn't keep. But also, I don't think they understood their market very well. So they were trying to make this this heavily, like, wrapped up and commoditized gaming Com- system. They wanted to compete with consoles But at the same time, they were promising like open source, like you could mod your console and you can build your own peripherals and all this. Did they do that? Yeah, Yeah. I don't remember that. You could actually open your Ouya and mod it without necessarily invalidating the warranty.
0: So Um, one thing, you know, I I just want to say like their whole like every game has a free version. It's just like basically the same thing as the original Xbox Live Arcade games. Like you know, every everything had to have a trial or whatever. One thing that I. I thought it was interesting in their death throes a few months ago or six months ago or something like this at this point, um, they released a subscription uh, option. So for a set price, you would have access to every single game on the console uh, in unlimited capacity.
1: Right. It was sort of like a a deluxe version of Xbox Gold.
0: So if they would have launched with that, do you think we would be singing another tale?
1: Um, no, and I'm going to tell you why, is that the the system, and full disclosure, I still occasionally go back to it and play, like, a thing or two. What do you play? Like, uh, like Towerfall or something like that. Oh, I, you play I was Towerfall, Towerfall by, your, by yourself? No, I, I, I tried it with D, and I had a friend over once. Um, yeah, that was me. No, well, okay, I had two friends over once. Um
0: Two friends, oh, one friend oh, over...
1: T- uh. I had two instances of one friend... So, but now, Towerfall. would you
0: even go back to it? Tower Falls on you have it on PS4, well, that, and
1: that's what I was saying. Like the the console never really got the exclusives that really got it there it first Towerfall. and foremost. <laughs> Tower Fall was the exclusive for the longest time. Um, the, so, you know, the release schedule never really lived up to what it needed to be. Um, the interface was pretty lackluster when it came out, and it never really kept up with the Joneses. You know, like it, it wasn't a powerful console. They could have done well with the interface but i just don't think it ever landed and the real thing that that killed it in my opinion was um was the hardware and specifically the controller oh so yeah the controller's the, design the fucking buttons yeah so the controller's design was pretty okay in theory like when they were talking about it like you're like oh yeah it kind of looks like the the ps3 boomerang concept but It's a little bit more rounded it looks more ergonomical but in (laughs) practice when you actually got the controller you realize that all these modular parts they they built were kind of flimsy and uh you had these problems of the buttons getting stuck under components and stuff like that since all the components were modular and could be removed um the the bigger problem with those controllers was the latency issue and they never quite fixed it the controllers you gotta put your
0: console on, on its side
1: yeah, they were really laggy. Um, later on, you were able to, uh, you know, you could, I, I had a, a USB hub so I could hook up uh, three hundred and sixty controllers to it, and I think there is a way to hook up your PS four controllers, yeah, so that they work with the Uya. But I wouldn't really think I'd want to do that, and then have to like reassociate my controller with my PS four every time. Um, so, like, yeah, the, the controllers were just really terrible. Um, you know, I don't think the Uya was all bad i think they did do some things right like the form factor of the console and all that was pretty nice um yeah no it's
0: it was slick ish until you start looking at the details um like the controller stuff like they were like oh we you know people that designed this controller blah 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 blah." and then you get in your hands it's like ah feels like a game controller it feels kind of cheap to be honest i mean like they could have the i'm sure your clay models felt fucking awesome but this thing uh, feels pretty junky, and then the uh, the whole thing with the f- fucking buttons getting stuck underneath right. the faceplate.
1: It also ran on on either double or triple A's, which at this point, like, why, why? I, Seriously, I feel like
0: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, the with like, no
1: battery pack option is what I'm saying. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, because like, I mean, I, I think. I vastly prefer the Xbox One controller battery setup to the uh, PS4 uh, because you know the PS4 battery lasts for about three hours or four hours or something like that, uh, and then I need to plug it in, as opposed to my you know other consoles, like you know where uh, I could just go and get my other rechargeables out of the kitchen. But that's neither here nor there, right?
1: So yeah, the the Uya, um, you know, I think I think the Uya might actually be though the the failure that sort of sets the stage for the future successes of of the micro open source consoles
0: I, I mean i know steam is trying to get into that arena
1: we all we've all seen the steam box stuff you know i don't know, know man i think the success I, either
0: i think a lot of people were, were calling uh calling for a little bit of doom and gloom around these consoles because of like the rise of PC gaming and PC gaming getting so much better. But the at the end of the day, the vast majority of people do not want to fuck around with PC gaming. And this, this valve future of the steam machines, I don't know that it necessarily looks like things are going to get any easier. Um, people are willing to settle for, for console stuff. Um, do you know
1: what the Ouya always reminded me of, and it's a little weird uh, association. Do you remember all those uh, plug and play, like Jack specific, uh, video games, where yeah, it was no, just the ha- controller and you'd plug them in?
0: Yeah, I have a gang of those. Um, like, you plug it in and you get the Atari 7200 version of Pac-Man, which is a really good yeah. version of Pac-Man. Uh, there's a Commodore one, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, those were those were nifty. Um, the Uya was supposed to be sort of a, a bigger version of those, and it just never panned out. So... I guess I guess it's time to say rest in peace. Yeah. Let's see what Razor does with that property. I'm actually very curious to know what Razor thinks they're going to do with. So, with
0: I've, property. so my understanding is they bought it for the um, software back end stuff. I don't. Yeah.
1: Know. Yeah. Like the, the inter not the interface, but the, the, the store basically.
0: Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Whatever. We shall uh, see. Maybe they
1: owned a bunch of patents that they're going to start trolling.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I, but I you know I'm impressed with the CEO of of uh, Razor. I think they did done right by them devs. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, let's go back. Let's go back in time. Like that back to the future. Music like here. that pit song. You know, <laughs> the, it's a really good song about going back in time. Uh, gamecom. Gamecom. Game, it was Gamecom, spelled game dot com. But it was pronounced GameCom. It was a uh, handheld co- handheld console by Tiger Electronics, uh, maker of such fine LCD games as in as all of them, all of the LCD <laughs> games. Um, so the GameCom. I had so many of them, and they're so bad. None of them are fun. No, you're an, you like you're a kid and you're like ah I'm doing this thing, but it's not fun. I it, had one one Tiger Electronic game that I liked, which was Carnov. Jeez, but so Tiger took all the fun of those non-fun games and just crammed it into an actual console that was not fun, um, and not not only was it not fun, it was just the slowest most laggy r- laggly, laggly, laggy poorly laggadacious re- yeah poorly refreshing sc- screen it's because there were some huge games that got released on this like ports of p of uh, resident evil 2 uh sonic jam but then you would try to play them and they'd just be a blurry mess and they move so slow they were i have one uh and the games I'm are sure just unplayable
1: did. i uh i missed this when it was happening i think what what like year was this this was like
0: Ah, uh, 95, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think I had a Game Boy Advance. at that. Was Game Boy Advance the thing at the time? No. Or was it Color?
0: Game Boy Color was maybe a couple of years, uh, 96 or something. Whatever. I'm not sure. I, I
1: mean, I had Game Boy from, like, the green one onward, so I think that was my that was my, that was my, that was my my jam. I never really went down the GameCom path. And were I to get a second handheld... Nobody did. Handheld,
0: oh, so well, it like, came out in 97.
1: Okay. Yeah, were I to get another handheld, I think... Thinking back to who I was back in the day, it would have probably been an Atari Lynx, just to play California games.
0: It's a good version of California games. Uh, And the Game Boy Color came out in uh, America in 1998. So, so yeah. But here's the thing that's crazy about this horrible console that has maybe one good game, Lights Out, is pretty good for it. uh, Which was a Tiger was a you could get as a handheld lcd i think it's game? like a
1: public domain title <laughs>
0: yeah but so the thing was this fucking console had a modem like you could get internet access on it and it had a touchscreen.
1: it was like a haptic one though right like it was a force feedback touchscreen sort of thing
0: oh you mean like in the ds the 3ds and the and the fucking wii u yes yeah no it was it was just as bad if not worse It was worse. Uh, but yeah, it, so, but it had these like crazy forward thinking features. Like it had a system OS, right? Like that had like a clock and a PDA or, you know, like notes features and, and uh, like stuff that you wouldn't see in another console for quite some time. Like, well, not, that's not true. You wouldn't see it in another handheld for, for quite some time. Um, the not until
1: the uh, not until the the Sega Game Gear had the TV adapter.
0: I I mean I have that too. It
1: Doesn't work anymore. Aren't you sad?
0: Um. So I think it can can pick up like some there maybe like one station in pirate a ta- radio. A town <laughs> is like broadcasting on analog stuff, but you can do line in. Um. So I could play 360 on it if I really wanted to. Wouldn't that be <laughs> fucking bananas? I should do that. I think you should do that. Oh, fuck, I should do that. Oh my god! Can you imagine how bad that would look?
1: Oh, glorious or, or good.
0: <laughs> well, i didn't track down. I'd have to. I don't have a. Actually, I don't even have a 360 right now. But anyway, I digress. Uh, this thing was like light years ahead of. of uh, it, it had some it had some ahead of its times features, but it was just destroyed by it being just so garbage and everything else.
1: They, they cut corners on the hardware, and it all came tumbling down.
0: I have Frogger for it. Even Frogger's not good.
1: <laughs> oh, That's so sad. Um, hey, John, I actually forgot you even... I I actually forgot this was a thing. Uh, what's let's, that? Let's move on from Game GameCom. The PlayStation TV. Uh, did you really forget it was a thing? I genuinely forgot it was a thing.
0: I, I complained about it for four weeks running. Um, I
1: know, and then it disappeared, and can we like can we like lump the ps go into this category as well of sony failures
0: yeah uh oh also the uh sony ericsson like playstation phone
1: oh yeah i forget the name of that thing
0: the xperia play the xperia had those great commercials with Kristen Shaw. oh she's great she is just a blessing wow, we should actually run down all of these terrible let's Sony Let's just talk about Sony, Sony failures, right? So, okay, so let's go with with the most, we'll go chronologically back in time. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> the PSTV was, is, I have one, is a PlayStation Vita without the touchscreen that you plug into a TV and it outputs a 720p. You The idea here is you'd be able to play Vita games on a TV and you'd also be able to stream ps4 from elsewhere in the house right. sounds good right it is a uh, a convergence device so but there's no support for it um in theory that it's a great idea and a great little device but there's no support for it like netflix didn't even go back to update their app to make it work for it so it's not going to replace a roku or a fire tv or something like i can't watch wwe network on it for example which is important to me
1: you know the my my biggest um flaw with the pstv and like so the vita itself is sort of like in limbo right now i guess like it's not really being talked about who knows what its future holds um it,
0: it, its future holds like more a bunch indie of games
1: g- just for john
0: <laughs> more indie games will come out on it because if if it's cheap for them to get it out there or if sony b- provides additional dev support which i my understanding is they do
1: right and i feel like the the vita is sort of like a loss leader almost to get people integrated into the uh the psn network but i i the, don't
0: i don't know that that's true i think it's just a device for weird people that like to buy everything like me
1: people who like persona games basically
0: yo persona 5 is on uh it's gonna be on uh that's gonna be on ps3 and ps4 though anyway i digress again obviously
1: so so the 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 failure of the ps tv to me was that it didn't come with a controller
0: it did not in the default package it did not
1: right so you it's a it's a was a hundred dollars dropped to 90 i think i don't know what it's sitting at right now
0: uh you can get them for 35 dollars.
1: wow that might actually be a good price uh but, yeah, so it you needed a PS4 uh, controller to play your games on it. Um, you could use one that you already had, but then you have to reassociate it with the consoles back and forth. Or you could buy a new one. The new controller costs more than the damn console at this point. Uh, that is true. So that didn't seem like a, a great deal at the time.
0: Well, Or you could get the bundle, like I did, Fred, with a controller and Lego, the Lego movie game uh, for a... 130 (laughs) dollars and then i got i got to talk to amazon and they gave me 40 dollars back but still i I lost a lot on this one
1: yeah and you know like now that you're telling me they're like 35 bucks considering the number of free games i have through my psn network subscription the ps plus thing um it might almost be worth it
0: it'd be totally worth it maybe we take that one off the list and move on to the next sony no 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 it's still a piece of shit though yeah it, dude, um, I I have like a storage closet full of pieces of shit consoles. I have an Atari, <laughs> I have an Atari fifty two hundred, bro. Like, uh, what other garbage do I have? A three D O, um, GameCom. I have two Game Gears.
1: I, hey, Game Gear, I had a Game Gear, and let me tell you something, dude. Just because system, you
0: owned it does not mean it wasn't ass.
1: I bought that I bought that system for one game. One. And I played it, and I, I had no looking back. Do not regret it.
0: There's one RPG that was on it, right? Uh, Shining Force. Yeah.
1: So, uh, and it was like a bridge game between one and two. I'm like, oh, I need that. Um, so, moving on from that one, uh, Sony also released the uh, the PS Go. They did. So the PS Go was a PSP without all those bells and whistles, like storage capacity, like a, or, or a UMD slot or a umd slot so which was so weird because the umd was supposed to be like that was their thing was Sony loves putting out proprietary Fred, things
0: why am i on ebay right now looking at game.com games game com games
1: because <laughs> you're a sad the person fuck
0: is wrong with me dude there's so, so many new complete in box ones oh yeah do you know fighters megamix came out for it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh God. don't do it dude because next you're gonna be wondering like if you could put more ram in it and make it go faster or something do nine bucks complete in box well there you go it's obviously a collector's item uh the, so the ps go was the PSP without the umd and it was supposed to be like this completely virtual console thing like uh, every game was downloaded from the playstation store um the problem with it was that the ps which is totally
0: was... fine as a concept but yeah. not five years ago well
1: the other the other failure of this is that the psp was a very reasonably priced system that was really good so why would you save like the ten dollars that you would save to do that like the psp was great for a number of reasons one of them unfortunately was that people could counterfeit games and root the system um but you needed a umd slot to do that which is why honest to god i don't think that the the psp ever or the ps go ever took off but
0: well it it, people also like the prices weren't good on digital games like they didn't have offer and and granted nobody would do this obviously but like in the lead up people were like oh are they gonna have some thing where you can trade in your physical games if you wanted to upgrade no it it just it felt flat in its face uh one time i saw somebody playing one though on the subway I,
1: i knew someone who bought one and uh they had actually bought it because the form factor was smaller, and they liked that because they thought the PSP or the PS, uh, PSP was too it's a, bulky to carry I mean, around. I gotta
0: admit it was a slick it was a slick little uh, device. Yeah, uh, I mean, it just it, I think it was wrong place, wrong time. So next, let's just we'll just really gloss over the Sony Ericsson Xperia Play. Uh, go track down those commercials with Kristen Shaw; they're great commercials. She is a fucking treasure. I love her. What are your thoughts on Kristen Shaw?
1: Oh, she's a, she's a good egg, that one.
0: Yeah, she's the best. So, what is
1: this? So, at some point in my life, I decided um, I would buy a netbook.
0: Yeah, and you were like raving $200. about it. You're like, this is just perfect. So I bought 16 a, gigs of storage.
1: Yeah, so I bought a $200 netbook. I modded it with like $100 with of peripheral things, like RAM extras and all that stuff. There was soldering involved, um, and I I overwrote the the stock bullshit Linux OS that it came with and and installed uh, Windows uh, Seven on it, and it was uh, it was cute, <laughs> like it was a fun toy and it was a fun learning experience to me. The learning experience I had is if I have two hundred dollars to buy a netbook, I probably should shell out the extra hundred dollars and buy a real fucking laptop. Um, you know, the, the, the size of it was very small and that really originally was a selling point. And then later on, not so much once I realized that I, it's really, I want a bigger screen to play games on, um, the productivity suite really didn't work on that thing, like to do word or, or whatever have you, like the thing was laggy as shit. And because of the lack of memory, like you really couldn't install anything bigger than like, you know, web games on it. Um, so yeah, like I, I eventually had to count my losses and and go netbook, not the way of the future. And those were really popular for a while. No, they weren't. They were really selling different versions of them for a while. They were really on sale at Best Buy. They made a lot of them, is what I'm saying. Now you can find them in every window in Times Square at uh, any electronics store that's a front for child trafficking.
0: Oh, Jesus. Why do you have to say child? Tra- you say you say human trafficking sounds horrible, but less horrible.
1: <laughs> well, look, you tell me how those electronic stores are making their rent and then and then we'll talk. So
0: what else I we think, got on here? All
1: right. I think this is our last one. And I actually think that do this you might... own this. No, you're not allowed to
0: No, Is this the most abject failure ever? Like, Dude, the game got, GameCom, like 23 games came out for it. I, I don't I don't think this is the biggest failure ever and I will tell you why because the Virtual Boy uh, mm. exists. There are a bunch of consoles we're not even mentioning that like weird stuff that tried to compete in the SNES or in the, the yeah, that it early never, 90s Yeah, just never
1: caught on.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's the CDi. Oh
1: yeah. yeah, the Philips CDi. Ooh. So you own you own like 3 of those, don't you?
0: I don't. I don't. I'll get one.
1: <laughs> but the, the thing we're talking about now is the Nokia N-Gage.
0: Hey, so Nokia, great company, owned by a great company. Just putting that out there. I'm well, kidding, not then. Uh, no, I. you know, I'm just kidding. I'm making a joke because I work at Microsoft. Right.
1: Well, here's the thing. When I think about video game consoles, the first thought, the first thought that comes to my mind is Finland. <laughs> <laughs> and I... I often leverage my Finnish friends for video game advice. That's all I'm saying.
0: You're adorable. So the uh, Nokia N-Gage was a video game, handhold video game console slash phone. This is before your phone just played good ass games. Um, that I don't, like what, what do you really say about it? It's, it was bad. It had a screen that was, it was like tall and skinny. So think like, you know, an old school arcade game where we'd have a tall screen, like a you know a Galaga style thing, and
1: yeah. then
0: you had to take the battery out to put the cartridge in, to put the memory, the card that had the game on it in.
1: Oh yes, it was still game cards too. That was the other thing. Like there was no digital. Like this is really predates early odds. So it's like two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this thing like. And they obviously, I saw a ton of advertisement for this stuff. They spent money on this. They wanted this to work. Um, I mean, most of the games looking back at what was available on the engage kind of look like those are like those like Java games you would get on your Motorola razor. Like maybe, maybe a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, the, you know, the, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to defend it here. Uh, Tomb Raider came out for it. Like It had, it had some 3d games.
1: Yeah, but it was a, uh, it was not what you would call a strong console.
0: No. Um, so we're obviously I'm actually looking at some pictures of it uh running on uh running on the end gauge right now, and it does not look it doesn't look that bad. I'm gonna be honest with you. It looks about like the PS one version. Uh with the worst frame rate, bad textures. Um I'm gonna order an end gauge
1: i wonder if they work anymore i guess they would because you don't really need the phone service to dial into the no dude my vita
0: is my vita has 3g so um i think like we're we're obviously skipping over a lot of weird other consoles the gizmondo which was just a front for like i was about to say swedish house mafia which is like a (laughs) you know like a dj or whatever right right. but the swedish mob um and then there's like this other thing I'm not remembering, which is like a, it was like a PDA uh, console uh, that came out. Uh, you know, we're leaving off a ton of stuff. Saturn, Dreamcast, <laughs> 32X. <laughs> 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 like, just kidding. Those are my favorite consoles. So, but, but, you know, we're nearing the end of our, t- our time and we can probably come back uh, with another episode with where we just go over these more obscure consoles. After John buys them and plays with them for five minutes, and then
1: we gotta give it the proper testing.
0: Yeah. So for Fred Earhart, I am John Anderson. This was Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den, and we will see you whenever our weird schedule allows.